Welcome to the Yeah Girl Podcast, where we're tackling hard topics with women of the word. Hey guys, welcome back to the Yeah Girl Podcast. We are so excited to be back with you guys this week. As you guys know, Bree went off and name all the places you went. Oh, I wasn't prepared for that. Um, <laughs> I went to Florida. I went to Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi, Texas, Georgia, Jeez. Michigan. Mm, that might be oh Mississippi if I didn't say that right yeah wow that's where I went this that's semester crazy. so if you guys don't know we kind of pre-recorded all the other ones so that whenever she was gone you guys would still get our content but we got a lot of feedback um, <laughs> while she was gone and most of them were Skylar Bree make the podcast longer so hi we're here and we're gonna <laughs> try to do that I think we can do it um we definitely put way less boundaries on it and we we're like mm. whatever happens happens so Today, we're actually starting a new mini-series, and it is about relationships, because, oh my goodness, all of the Q&As you guys submit to us, whether it's guys or girls, it's all about relationships. So we're like, okay, we're just going to do a whole podcast, or whole three podcasts Mm -hmm. on relationships. So we're really excited to start this. So we'll kind of be answering the questions, how do I know I'm ready? How do I know he's ready? How do I know God wants us together? And... Yeah, these are all great questions, and we're very excited to see mm-hmm. how this goes. So please let us know. Give us feedback if you like this podcast and like what we talk about and like talking about relationships, and let us know what else you want us to talk about. So, Bria, I have a question for you. What? What was the first crush that you can remember? Why did you like him? <laughs> all right. First <laughs> crush, um, literally like 12 years old. I just thought he was cute. Mm-hmm. And he played basketball. And right. that was my life at that age was basketball. So yeah. that's literally it. But first, like, real crush mm-hmm. that, like, had to do with his character was probably in high school, maybe senior year, I think it is what it was. And I liked him because he was a leader. Like, he was so discerning. Mm-hmm. He actually listened. Yeah. And, like, that was huge for me. And it still is. That's, like, bare minimum for me now. And right. Girl... <laughs> I mean, it's mostly girls listening to this, I hope, but, like, it's it's hard to find a guy that just listens. That's um, facts. If and you're a guy discerning. listening to this, listen. Gosh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he was discerning. He um, was really outgoing, and he led well. He was patient with me. He made me laugh. I made him laugh. Like, we always had a good time mm. together. Like, yeah. it was – and we were with each other, like, every single day. So mm. that was probably – yeah, first Aww. real crush. Yeah. What about you? Mine, so obviously I had like a little kid crush too because he played with me on the playground <gasps> and it was like, <gasps> how scandalous. Who is Before this marriage, boy? how dare he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, we'd play superheroes together because I was that girl. <laughs> but anyways, once we got into high school, I had a crush on this one guy and it was because he was very... He stood up for what he believed in, but sometimes it was, like, too much. Like, he was an argumentative person. Mm. Like, like he loved to, like, start debates and, like, talk to people and, like, prove to people why they're wrong. Oh, my gosh. But I liked it because he always stood up what he believed in. I was like, yeah, go you. Like, you're a man. Yeah, what a man. You know what you want. Like, you have the answers, all that kind of stuff. Oh, my gosh. Looking back, I don't, I don't. You know, whenever you look back, you're like, why? But that was definitely one of those moments. I actually didn't really know what I wanted. I was just like, I like that. Yeah. I didn't really know what I liked. (laughs) Um, I think think 
the both of those have in common is like both guys sound like they have a, a mind of their own. If yeah. that makes sense. Like I know that's said about women a lot. Qualities, maybe. Yeah. Like they actually they can think about things for themselves. Yeah. And yeah. I think another thing for mine was, like, he wasn't absolutely, like, he had liked me, too, at that point. But he wasn't, like, so devoted and, like, I don't know, like, obsessed with me. Mm. Like, it was like he was living his life, glorifying God, and I was trying to do the same. And we just liked each other. And that was the maturity level that I was like, "Mm, yes, Yes. I love that. Yeah, I think, oh, my gosh, we always like that, too. Like, why was that a thing in high school where it was always, like, I like the guys who don't like me back? And, like, that became, like, almost like a meme. But it was so true. It's like if he didn't show you too much attention, you liked that. You're like, oh, I have to fight for it. Like, Mm. I have to try real hard. Yeah. Gosh. I don't know why we did that. (laughs) I don't know why we did that. But (laughs) so today's topic, we're going to be going over what the Bible says about dating. And I just want to preface this with... This is going to be a very advice-based podcast. So me and Brie are speaking from the advice that we've been told and that we've learned from scripture. Um, But in no way are we relationship professionals. We are in two very different stages of relationships Mm -hmm. in life. And that is a very cool thing um, to to be talking about relationships on this podcast because you get two different points of view. Mm -hmm. So that's exciting. Um, And if you disagree with anything, feel free to come up and talk to us about it. But we're going (laughs) to... We're going to be... Fight me. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, let's... Come fight us. It's okay. Um, we're going to be going through what the Bible says about dating and kind of yeah. digging into that. So, And I think both Skylar and I have had a lot of experience of kind of counseling other girls our age. Definitely. And younger than us, like a lot of high schoolers too yes. when it comes to relationships. So a lot of it's going to sound like sisterly advice, which is yes. like the goal. We yes. want it to be spirit-led, biblically founded, and yes. like just, yeah. yeah. So this is all coming with good intentions. Yeah. But... Imagine we're out to coffee together and we're giving you advice. Yeah. Um, So the first thing I want to start off with was what does the Bible say about dating? And I want to say before we start with any of this, like the stories that we're about to share of like dating in the Bible, dating did not exist. Mm -mm. So I want you guys to think about that in your life today. Dating wasn't a thing. Um, It kind of was just engagement and married. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And even engagement, it wasn't like, oh, I have this period of engagement in my life. It's like, we're just engaged until we get married. Like, that was the goal. So, the Bible doesn't say much about dating. So, it's really hard to give um, actual, like, verses to you and everything like that. Besides, like, about love and, like, that kind of stuff. Which we will do. But dating in and of itself, there's not much we can do except for show you guys um, people in the Bible. Um yeah (laughs) (laughs) i just realized something so the first one i want to talk about is mary and joseph so mary and joseph if you guys know the story i really hope you know the story of mary and joseph but basically (laughs) (laughs) we don't know much about their relationship before you know (laughs) i almost called it the big bang happened i don't know like the (laughs) before she like became pregnant with jesus (laughs) Jesus is the Big Bang. I'm sorry. <laughs> Put that on the reel on Instagram. I might. Jesus is the Big Bang. <laughs> but anyways, so Mary and Joseph, we don't have a lot of preface to their lives, except for we know that Joseph was older, Mary was younger, um, just because that's always how it happened back then. Um, and they were engaged to be married. So the Bible never says that they were just engaged. They were engaged to be married. So basically, they were about to be married very soon. And I actually looked at so many commentaries. 
And they actually don't know if they got married before they like had Jesus, like while Mary was pregnant, or if mm-hmm. they waited until after. So I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to kind of dig into that, because we don't really don't know. Because they usually like for, I don't know about biblical times for mm-hmm. arranged marriages, but right. they would wait until the girl um, like had had her first menstrual cycle. Interesting. I didn't know because that. Because then she would be able to have children. After that, that makes so sense. So they could be married as little as like nine years old. Oh. I don't know if that was true for like biblical times, but I know like yeah. just in history, <clears throat> that would happen a lot for Interesting. Like, royal, like royalty and stuff like wow. that. And honestly, a lot of cultures now too still do that. Interesting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Can you imagine so, being 12 years old? But that could kind of change things because so if Mary and Joseph were engaged to be married, but she she became pregnant with Jesus, like, you know, that was a crazy thing. So it doesn't even, yeah, that still doesn't explain much because we still don't know how her body was, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> if that is how it was going to be, you know? So we don't know. <laughs> yeah, the Bible didn't specify when her first period was. No, I'm kind of glad that would yeah, no. make the story a little bit more awkward. Um, but anyways, so that is, that is literally all we know about Mary Joseph. We don't know when, but we do know that, I think I wrote down, so people back then would get married very young. Mary Mm -hmm. was most likely 13 to 15, which 15 would be on the older side, like much older. So Mary and Joseph's parents arranged the marriage and until the wedding day, they were just engaged to be married. So that is all we know about Mary and Joseph. That is it. And that's kind of crazy because nowadays... Like I, I be victim to this. My fiance and I, my be, my fiance and I dated for two years, and then we're going to be engaged for eleven months. We really mm-hmm. draw things out a lot oh. longer nowadays. <laughs> but also back then it was less simpler because if you just moved in with your parents, you just moved in with your parents. Like that yeah. is just something that families did. They all lived together and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's very cultural. Yes, like, very. Yeah, very based on the culture. And I want to know, like, when I mean, I. I could definitely look it up, but I want to know, like, when things started to, like, change culturally, you know, mm-hmm. for, like, everything taking so long and being so long. Yeah. So that's I think dating just started within the past hundred years. Yeah, like, I think it's so, too. very, very new. Yeah, which is cool, like, courting and dating. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then the next story is Jacob and Leah. Okay, this is what I had a question about. Yeah. Is it Jacob and Leah or is it Jacob and Rachel? Oh, my gosh, it's Jacob I and Rachel. I think it's Rachel. Oh my gosh, you're he didn't so love right. Leah. Yeah. Well, yeah. technically they still did get married. But they yes. did. Yeah. Okay, it was continue. Jacob and that's Rachel. what I saw like just and realized right when we started recording. I was like, yeah. oh man, that's not I don't think that's right. I oh, mean, well. still, we'll talk about both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Jacob and Rachel and Jacob and Leah. <laughs> so that was if you guys know the story of Jacob and Rachel and Jacob and Leah, that was very complicated. I'll sum it up real quick. Basically, Jacob and Rachel fell in love, madly in love. And so Rachel's father said, you can marry my daughter after you work off the marriage for seven years. So he did. He worked off the marriage for seven years. And on the day and on the day of their wedding and wedding night, um, his father handed over um, Leah. And somehow Jacob didn't notice that it wasn't the woman that he loved. So he married Leah. And then the father said, well, Leah was never going to get married, so I just married her to you. But if you want Rachel, you can work another seven years. So Jacob, poor guy. (laughs) But if you think about it, that engagement was seven years long. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's varying stories and varying differences within all of this. Mm -hmm. So those are the only two, like, I mean, we could find more. Like Ruth and Boaz, like that was a whole nother thing. And like, we could find more relationships. But basically looking at the Bible, so many were so different. And I think the conclusion we can come to is that um, back then it was a lot more the man worked for 
always the daughter's hand in marriage from the father. And I think that that was a very big thing that um, happened a lot in the Bible um, that we don't really do much nowadays. I feel like dads are lucky if the guy comes and introduces himself before they go on their first date. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's very interesting. Um, so how do these two stories help us out at all? Because I don't know about you, but neither of us, you know, are going to have our sister married to our future husband, I hope. I hope um, not. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. So I don't, these stories aren't relatable, except for they kind of are because they're all so different. So yeah. all of us are going to look different. And that is the really cool thing about all of this. Like me and Brie look very different. And I'm sure you and your friends look very different. Every relationship looks incredibly different. But I also want to point out that relationship fairy tales don't happen. So all of these stories had like something not go wrong, but something that was like, oh, shoot, I didn't think that was going to happen. So Mary got pregnant with Jesus. Obviously, that was kind of a what the heck kind of thing. Um, (laughs) Jacob married uh, Leah. The wrong woman. The wrong woman. (laughs) (laughs) Jacob married the wrong woman. So that was also a kind of what the heck thing. Um, So relationships aren't fairy tales. Relationships aren't Disney movies. It's not a Hallmark movie. No, it's not. (laughs) I know that is so big right now for girls our age. It is not Hallmark. Yeah. Relationships take work and they take Mm -hmm. love. And I know you guys are like, oh, I can't wait to fall in love. Yeah, but love is work too. Mm -hmm. Like, I hate to break it to you. It is an action. It is something you choose. It's something you do. Yep. It's not just a feeling. Amen. I also want to add to that that I'm sorry if any of you think this, but soulmates do not exist. And this is something that I used to, whenever I was younger, I was like, I can't wait to meet the man that God has designed specifically for me, made Mm -hmm. just for me. I'm sorry, but that's not a thing either. Nope. (laughs) So the reason I say that is because obviously we aren't puppets. We aren't puppets in this big world of God has our whole lives planned out exactly um, how we want it and yada, yada, yada. Um, There are a bunch of people that we can technically, you could could marry anyone. Mm -hmm. And kind of back in the Bible days, that's what it was. Do you love Jesus? Do you, are you willing to like, do you want to have kids? All that stuff. Okay, cool. You're suitable to you're suitable to be a husband. Like, that's that. Um, So soulmates don't exist. So if you're with someone and you're like, well, I think they're for me. I don't like a lot of these things about them, but I just think that God wants me to marry them. I want you to rethink that a little bit because I think, of course, you can work with anyone. Technically, you can work with anyone. If you walked down the street, picked a guy and said, we're going to get married, you could do that. Mm -hmm. But since we have this really cool thing of choice, choosing to date and choosing to love and all these kind of things you should be with someone who compliments you and that they compliment wait and you compliment them yeah um because we have this choice now because soulmates aren't a thing Mm -hmm. you know so you might be more compatible with people and less compatible with other people and that's okay and if you choose to love the people you're not that compatible with that's good too Mm -hmm. because god can use anything amen yes depends on how much effort you're willing to put in amen so How do you know that you're ready for a relationship? So I want you guys to keep these things in mind because we're about to give a lot of advice that seems very like cut and dry. Here's Mm -hmm. the answer. But I want you to keep this in mind. Everyone is different. Each one of us. Each one of us has a different story. Each one of us has a different purpose. Um, But it's all a good purpose and it's all God's purpose. So every relationship with God is different. So some of you guys may... Um, be single for the rest of your life. And I know that's scary, but like that does happen and that is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But that means your relationship with God, he has different things planned for you than he does for me. Or he has different things planned for Brie than he does for me or me than Brie, you know? So 
and every dating relationship is different. So in the next podcast, we're going to be talking about boundaries and stuff like that. Everyone has different boundaries based on everyone's personality, what you struggle with, what Mm -hmm. sins you struggle with and all that kind of stuff. So if someone is getting engaged and married with like all within the span of like a year, that's awesome for them because that's probably what God wanted for them. And they're watching the boundaries on themselves. If someone is waiting three years, wow, that's crazy, but (laughs) that's awesome. And God has different, or they have different boundaries based on what they know they can do and can't do and what God Mm -hmm. has for them. Every like timeline, every person, all of that stuff is different, but it's all beautiful, exactly the same. So, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my numbers got mixed up on my sheet. It's okay. So going back to the question, how do I know I'm ready for a relationship? I want to ask you some questions. So one, is God number one in your life? Are you running towards God all the time or stopping to look at guys along the way? I wrote that down. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. It's so great. <laughs> because I think we've all... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just imagining like you're running on a track. Yeah. You're like, ooh, who's running next to me? And then your me? head slowly goes towards the side like, oh, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> But exactly, like we know it because we do it. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the times we're like, okay, I'm gonna start living for God now and all this stuff. And then the first guy Mm -hmm. you see, it's like, they're living for God too. God, it's him, isn't it? And he's Mm -hmm. like, "Um, girl, you just started running towards me. Like it's been two seconds. Please keep your eyes on me, okay? (laughs) Yeah. So the second one, do you seek satisfaction from God or or from people? So this is a big thing. So are you going into relationship and struggle with sex and satisfaction because that is a huge thing that people do um especially this is a thing for guys and girls Mm -hmm. because you could have a porn addiction a masturbation addiction a sex addiction and you could give that up for a week and then decide that you're ready for a relationship or maybe um you get into the relationship you're in and you're like well i'll stop whenever like we become more serious or i'll stop or i'll tell them when and kind of all these scenarios go on in your head or you kind of make them fall into it with you and that is definitely a story i've seen from a lot of people people with sex addictions most likely your partner is going to fall into that too because you guys obviously have opposing beliefs and opposing sins that are going to kind of fight against each other mm-hmm. it's going to be flesh against spirit if the other person's spirit is strong enough to handle it then hopefully the flesh gets knocked down but a lot of times like if someone is peer pressuring another person like it might work yeah. and that's scary not healthy. Nope, not healthy. So three, do you seek attention from God or from people? And ooh, that one hit me a little bit hard because (laughs) (laughs) I think it's so, so easy to um, get into a relationship because someone is giving you attention, not because you want to move forward with anything. And I think that's something a lot of girls our age struggle with. Like, well, I just really want to get married and this guy seems like he's really into me, so I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. Girl, I'm 23 years old, (laughs) still single. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it kind of goes back to what we've talked about before Mm -hmm. of like how girls, like we naturally want the attention. And that is beautiful that God's made us that way and Mm -hmm. he's made men to be the pursuers to be the ones that um actually like give the attention like it's it's feeding both because the guys want to give that attention the Mm -hmm. girls want to get it so it's like that's in our nature and Mm -hmm. that's beautiful but let's guard our hearts on that yes like make sure like we're not doing exactly what you just said yeah because you can go on tinder and swipe on everyone and those guys will give you attention all right Mm -hmm. does that mean that they have good intentions while they're giving you attention no not Mm -hmm. at all 
So finally, are you ready to be married? And this is one that, of course, like this is something I tell any like high schooler, junior high, even junior high, whenever they're like, Skylar, I really like this guy. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's kind of crazy because what does your bank account look like? Are you, ready for, <laughs> you know what I mean? What kind of car does he have? Does yeah. he have a license? Yeah, <laughs> doesn't have, that's crazy. Oh, his mom's picking you up? All right. Yeah, um. But especially with high school students, I think it's so easy to be like, well, I think he is the one and we'll just wait four years till after high school and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, man, if you're not mature enough and don't have the resources to get married, then I want you to rethink being in a relationship because that is valuable time that you can use for the Lord. And that's something I did not do. I was full on like, I have this guy and I'm going to marry him as soon as we get out of high school. So it's fine. I'll date in high school. All this kind of stuff. Spoiler alert, that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> that did not happen because most of the time it doesn't happen. Statistically, high school relationships don't last until college. And that's really sad. And if so you're sad. and if you're in a high school relationship, I'm not saying there's no hope. Yeah, but I because am like saying, what we said at the beginning, yes, everyone is different. Everyone's God different. has a different timeline for yep. everyone. And I know people who've got married out of high school and that is so beautiful. And they always have such cute stories. Like mm-hmm. my high school sweetheart. Yeah. So cute. But I want you guys to guard your hearts because just because you're dating in a time and high school is a very emotional time, your Mm -hmm. hormones are going crazy. You're crazy emotional. Everything feels good. Like every piece of attention, every piece, every physical touch, everything feels good. Every look. Yes. Every look gives you butterflies. Like everything feels good during that time. But let's look at marriage and like, let's look Mm -hmm. at how hard marriage is. Are those looks and butterflies going to get you through a marriage? No, probably not. So Because if you talk to any married person, they all are going to talk about how it takes so much effort. Like even just dating or engagement, like it's Mm -hmm. taking effort. Like we talked about with love, that's that's a verb. That's something you choose. And so you need to, if you're looking for a guy, if you're wanting to know if you're ready, then you need to like look, and we're going to talk about this later, but just like (laughs) see if he is taking initiative of um working at things mm-hmm. like conflict management i'm i'm jumping jumping ahead a little bit but that made me it's think okay not far like, because it's the next thing right <laughs> so how do i know that he's ready for a relationship or if you're a guy how do you know that you're ready for a relationship so this might sound kind of redundant but i'm going to kind of go through mostly the same things but from the other perspective does he have god number one in his life Make sure he doesn't just say he does, he acts like it. And this is kind of a Q&A question that we've answered before. How do I know mm-hmm. he's ready? How do I know he's actually been a God? That kind of stuff. He seeks discipline. He seeks mentorship. He's in his word. God is number one in his life. All these things, it should be able to show. And I think a lot of times whenever it's a guy we like, we're like, well, but he tries or but, you know, but he he kind of wants to or he wants to be just like this guy. So that means that he wants to be just like Jesus. And it's like, ooh. Sister, I hate to tell you, but a lot of times it's easier to say I want to than to actually do it. Mm -hmm. Like, are you seeing the fruit? Yes. Are you seeing the fruit of the spirit? Or if he just, you know, started and it's been two years, you're like, well, he's going to. Girlie, it's been two Mm -hmm. years. Like, let's see the fruit now. If he really wants Jesus, then he's going to do it now. Mm -hmm. So two, does he seek satisfaction from God or from people or from people or anything other than God? So. I think the most important thing to ask a guy before you get into a relationship with him is, does he have a porn addiction or did he have a porn addiction? And I know that's really like, it's really deep and it's kind of scary mm-hmm. um, to ask that question, but it's really important because that skews 
a way of thinking. And girls, you too, if you've had a porn addiction, um, that is something that you also need to talk to them about because that skews your um, view of the opposite sex. Yeah. So if you've had a porn addiction and you only see girls um, doing stuff that they do on porn and that kind of stuff, then I'm going to be honest, it's going to be really hard to walk out into the world and not think about that whenever you see other women. Yeah. And that's tough and that's a hard conversation to have, but that is important to have. And Same- talking to them about porn addictions, whether it's yeah. on their side or your side. I yes. think it's very important to remember that like they, this is my opinion, mm-hmm. we didn't talk about this, but I don't think that you should keep each other accountable in that. No, I no, think no, no. you need to have, if you're a girl, you need to have girls keeping you accountable. Yes. And I think that is a much healthier, a much safer boundary for both of you. Definitely. And um, you can check in every once in a while, but it's not something, just talking yes. about it. Let them know where you're at spiritually mm-hmm. and the things that you struggle with so that yeah. they know. Yes. And yeah, they can be sensitive about it. Yeah, because also that's not something that you were meant to handle. No. Because like pornography is not something that, that's why it ruins marriages because mm-hmm. the wives are facing it head on while the husband is suffering. Yeah. And that's something so hard to do because that's not something a wife should have to handle. Yeah. Um, same with masturbation issues. That kind of goes hand in hand with porn. Um, there's going to be things affected because all that, you know, the emotional highs and the, you know, all the um, testosterone and um, for girls, the same thing. And there's just always going to be something um that will kind of hurt the perspective of the other person in the relationship. Mm -hmm. And whether it's, why am I not good enough for you? Or if you get married, like, why would you rather do that than be with me? And that's really tough. And we are going to talk about that in a couple more series. We're going to have a series talking about sex and that kind of stuff. But for now, that is something that you should take into consideration when talking about, um, you know, if you're going to date. And that is a big conversation that you should have. Does he seek attention from God or from people? Is he interested talking to you or is he interested in knowing you? Big difference. Big difference. We want to make sure that um, he doesn't just talk to you and he gets lonely or he Mm -hmm. doesn't just text you at 10 p.m. when all his friends go to sleep. If he wants to intentionally get to know you, take you out to dinner, ask about your life, how you grew up, all those kind of things. And that is a greener flag than the first one. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. Just because you guys are talking a lot doesn't mean there's a whole lot of communication happening. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Um, Is he emotionally connecting with you or physically connecting with you? Mm. That is also a big difference. Mm. If he's like arm around you holding hands, but he doesn't know your middle name, then I want (laughs) to encourage I want to encourage you to maybe rethink that or some people just don't know how to have relationships. Right. So let's give them benefit of the doubt. But then while you're listening to this podcast, you know, if he's doing that, then you can be like, actually, that's kind of a red flag. So I want to make sure this flag turns green. Let's get to know each other before we even hold hands or mm-hmm. do anything physical. And I know um, it's scary at sometimes too. I think yeah. I've had a lot of girls ask me like, hey, I don't like how he's going this far physically mm. or whatever way it is. It's like you, you're allowed to set those boundaries. Yes. You're allowed to communicate like, hey, this makes me uncomfortable. Can yeah. we change this please? Definitely. And if you're not willing, then, then you need to be willing to be done at that point. Yes. Because at that point he's not going it he's not showing that he's going to grow or that he's listening to you and caring about how you feel and your walk because if that's a hindrance to your walk with god then how is that going to work out between both of you yes so lots of honesty and don't be afraid of it yeah because you like he doesn't you don't owe him anything Mm -mm. that is a big thing because i think whenever i was younger it was more like well that just means he likes me and it's like okay Mm. he should like 
how like you look yes that's good i'm glad he likes that but he should like your spiritual side more yeah and he should like your personality more that all that stuff is way more important so if he's trying to like cuddle and hold hands and maybe reach in for a first kiss on the first date girl no red flag what you thinking red flag, <laughs> red flag. finally is he ready to be married does he have a good job or just play video games hoping everything is going to work out is he living off his parents and okay with it or is he ready to move out and start his new life what are the steps he's taking to provide for a future for his future wife because i've met a lot of guys who aren't even in a relationship yet and they're like yeah i'm working my job and i'm looking to pay rent so that whenever the time does come like i'm ready and that's so much more valuable because i've also met guys who are sitting playing video games he's like what i'm not married Mm -hmm. it's not like i'm gonna get married anytime soon who cares ding 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 red flag red flag because if he meets his future wife tomorrow and he has no savings account Mm -hmm. mm, that's going to be a bit of an issue yeah that's rough and i think that that definitely points into the next section this next session yeah section oh my goodness words (laughs) i'm dying um of like all right so from uh a single point of view like all right these are the ways we just went over the ways of like how do we know when is the time doesn't mean that like all right god's gonna provide somebody for you right now i think that's been a big lesson for me the past couple of years of knowing like okay i'm ready for a relationship god like i truly feel it we're at a good we're at such a good place Mm -hmm. together and i have a good community i have girls keeping me accountable like like everything is going great please provide a guide for me now yeah and it doesn't happen yeah. and then it like almost because you put that expectation on god because mm-hmm. you're like oh i'm finally ready yeah um it can give you a bitter taste towards god because yeah. you're like why isn't this happening yet and, and who are we to decide when we're ready exactly. that's the crazy thing whenever i was in high school i thought i was ready mm-hmm. i thought the day i graduated i was like i'm ready to be married right now right Mm-mm. now it's just like lord please prepare me yeah so these are things that um that you can keep in mind while preparing. Yeah. Like there are things that you, practical things that you can do to prepare and um, allow God to prepare you. It takes so much humility because it's a lot of, um, what's the word, self-improving um, mm-hmm. and um, yielding to the spirit. And yeah. um, a lot of it's putting your pride away too yes. for these things to keep in mind but like the first one be careful when you're making a list of the perfect husband so Mm. this is something i'm hearing so many girls do and Mm -hmm. this is something i did in high school and um again there is no soulmate we don't skylar and i both believe that there's no soulmate like there's no perfectly designed person for you so you can't expect there to be this perfect guy that's going to match up everything on your list yeah i've heard some girls that that does happen but those girls made their lists very realistic. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, he needs to, like, his eyes need to glimmer every time we make <laughs> eye contact. His <laughs> teeth need to shine or make me feel all his bubbly His hair should be perfectly parted. Yes. Like, no, no. There's not exactly stuff like that. Exactly six or like, feet He needs inches. to love country music and <laughs> have a truck and, like, all these different I things. I was so it's disappointed like, oh. when Keenan didn't like country music. <laughs> like, that was, like, almost a red flag. I was like, oh, oh my gosh. I don't know if this is going to work out. And see, and they're getting married. Like those <laughs> things are not like huge in yeah. a relationship. It's okay but if you there's think things you disagree on. Yeah. yeah, it's totally fine. Like you're not yeah. going to meet Mr. Perfect, right? Because we're all human.
in. Mm-hmm. We're in a fallen, sinful world, so yeah. none of us are perfect. So exactly. And how dare we try? I'm sorry. I get real <laughs> passionate about this. Um, how dare we expect to meet a perfect guy when we're not perfect ourselves? Amen. If we cannot I'm match the list, <laughs> same. <laughs> if we can't match the list or the expectations we're putting on a future mm-hmm. husband then like, what's the point? Exactly. Then we don't deserve that guy at all. So be careful when you're making that list about him, because especially if it's a guy, like what you're writing down are things of like very mature, Mm -hmm. like very discerning or whatever it is you're putting on there. That could be him in his Mm fifties, but not right now in his twenties or late teens or however old you guys are. Like you can't expect that because you're not there either. But you can see the potential. Yeah. And that's the cool thing. Mm -hmm. And marriage is such a beautiful thing because you're growing together. You're walking towards the Lord and you're both able to help each other in Mm -hmm. that. And that is such a beautiful thing. So Mm -hmm. have grace for him, have grace for yourself and be realistic about those, those lists. Yeah. Um, and next, um, be mindful how much, okay. So this one's a, I haven't even said the point, but this one's, this one was a very big problem for me Mm -hmm. was be careful about how much you daydream about a relationship because Mm -hmm. you can create a view of a guy that's not actually him. Yeah. Like you can know a guy and be best friends with him and have this view of him that is not him at all. Yeah. Or like barely know a guy and do the same thing. Definitely. Oh my goodness. It is not healthy. And kind of going into that is like writing letters to your future husband. I know a lot of girls do that. And that there are so many that um, like will write the letters and have this awesome book to give to them on their wedding day and everything. If you do do that, I just want to caution you to be careful and guard your heart with it because it can, again, like I said earlier, put an expectation on God's timeline for your life. Mm. Because when you're writing and writing and writing, you're focusing more on the fact that God hasn't provided this guy for you Mm. or whatever season you're in. Like right now I'm speaking from a single's point of view. So if you're writing those letters while you're single, like that's that's where I'm coming from and that was not healthy for me because it kept my eyes away from God and Mm -hmm. more focused on the fact of a future husband like that was my main goal in life is what that felt like yeah pray for him yeah absolutely for sure like whoever it is that you end up with like absolutely be praying for him but don't let that consume you yeah and yeah because it's easy to get caught up in your emotions with all that stuff exactly and it's so easy to just let them sweep you away until you're daydreaming every day about the mr perfect yes it's like and then you have this certain person in your mind that's not even real yeah and so no man's gonna match up to that yeah and so then mr perfect quote unquote no one's perfect could come along and you're like that's not him that's not the man in my daydreams sorry Mm -hmm. bye yeah (laughs) yeah for sure yeah um Also be mindful of what you're feeding your heart. I know this is something that us as girls, like we hear a lot of mentors say, a lot of women older than us say of guarding your heart. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is so important. What are you feeding yourself? What music are you listening to? What movies you're watching? What TV shows you're watching? I'm sorry if it's, what's that one? I feel so old. No. Well, that. That's um, a good Outer Banks, I was thinking. Oh, I love Outer Banks. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'll use a different ex- – no, I'm actually not going to use an example because I don't want to – No, roast me. All it's right. okay. <laughs> okay, those guys are hot, okay? And most of them have their T-shirts off. I'm just going to put it out there. I don't care if guys are listening because they are. No one can deny it. They are yeah. pretty cute looking. And so what is that doing to your heart? 
What is that feeding yourself when you're watching that? Okay, guys, because not every guy is gonna have what and eat gazillion ab like ab muscles and look. They're actually like 26 years old playing a 17 year old. No, like literally, no, yeah, absolutely not. So mm-hmm. like those expectations physically, and yeah. that's stirring something up within you too when mm-hmm. you're watching it, and it's like that for myself. Know your boundaries for yourself on the things that, oh. Man, Brianna Joy, I need to get my mind together. Guarding your heart, that's the point. Um, Be mindful of the things you're feeding yourself and know your own boundaries. Because for myself, I cannot, um, sometimes, some days, I can't listen to any kind of, like, love songs. Mm. Because it's just like, oh my gosh, this is literally making my chest ache because I want that so bad. Or if I'm watching, like, Outer Banks or something else like that, (laughs) it's like, what is this doing to my heart right now? Am I just focusing on the fact I want to be in a relationship or Mm. I want somebody that looks like that? Mm. And so I'm going to say no to this really great guy at church because he doesn't look like him. Mm. But he's a godly man. And so you just miss that opportunity because he doesn't reach those expectations yeah and that's so hard too because we have these expectations of like what guys have to look like mm -hmm. but it's like okay would you pass up like a perfectly amazing godly man if like he wasn't 100% everything you were looking for what if he's what if you like him what if you're attracted to him about like 70% instead of like the 100% that you're seeing on tv all right this is something my mama told me (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) We said big sister talk. We meant it. (laughs) Yes. Okay. If you are not, this is something I am so guilty of. I've said no to so many guys because I was like, I'm not fully attracted to them. Like I'm only attracted to them sometimes. Yeah. And my mom and every married woman will tell you, or any girl in a relationship really will tell you of like, you're not always going to be attracted to them. You're not always going to like them. Yes, you're going to choose to love them, but doesn't mean you're always going to get along. Doesn't mean that he's always going to make you smile and laugh and feel butterflies all the time like it's not gonna be that fairy tale no it's not and that goes back to the point we made like life is not a fairy tale relationships are not a fairy tale because i'll tell you what when i first met keenan i didn't like him at all (laughs) i'll tell you what (laughs) i did not like him i was like this guy's weird like he likes star wars he was yeah I don't know. I don't like Star Wars. You Sorry, like Brie. Superheroes. Sorry, Brie. I know you like Star Wars. I do. You know? A lot. <laughs> I was like, mm, I'm more of a Marvel fan, so this isn't going to work out. Uh, but Keenan was, I mean, obviously he's still working on himself and he just came to the church and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But there were a few things where I was like, mm, immediately no. And then God was like, but what if we give him time to grow? And I was like, no, because that's not everything. He's not everything that I've ever wanted and everything I've been looking for, you know? Mm-hmm. And it could even come down to small things like country music where I'd be like, um, no, flag. sorry. My husband has to have that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Like all stuff like that, whenever none of that actually matters. And you know what? Our love has been able to grow in spite of all those things. And mm-hmm. I think that's actually cooler. Yeah. Because if you meet someone and it's like love at first sight and everything's perfect, it's like, okay, what relationship advice can you give me then? Because mm-hmm. it seems like your life is so perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, no one is like that. Yeah. People can pretend they're like that, but no one is like that at all. I think all. a lot of relationships are harder when it's like love at first sight. Yeah. Everything is going so smoothly at the very beginning. It's yeah. like honeymoon stage. You don't see a fault in each other. Yeah. And it's like when that argument comes, when that conflict mm. happens and the disagreement happens, how are you going to handle that? It's going to be terrifying because mm-hmm. you're like, I've never done this. Yeah. I thought we were perfect. It's like, oh no, everything's ending. Yeah. It's like, no, let's work through it together. And that's yeah. what's going to grow you. Yes. So if you are in that situation of like feeling like everything 
everything's perfect, but Mm -hmm. he seems like he's being a little distant or Mm -hmm. wants some time to himself now or whatever whatever he's putting out there or whatever yeah. that's not the end of everything no, it's I not. think that's something this is not something we put on here but I think something us girls um I don't want to speak for every girl because every woman is different yep we're all different but I think something that goes for the majority of us is that when we feel like um we're not getting as much attention or whatever it is like we we take things to the extreme Mm. of like oh he's like he's mad right now so he's mad at me and it's because of this reason and so that's gonna be the end of it all and he hates me so much (laughs) and it's like we need that constant reassurance because we always go to worst case scenario definitely i think that's that's a big problem now it's like no communication will save a lot of that definitely i don't even know what got me to that point but no we kind of went off on a tangent there but it was really good but i also sorry i'm going off on another tangent do it (laughs) (laughs) but i want to go back to what we were talking about earlier so like we'll see like this christian guy and he's not like he doesn't look physically perfect but like his heart is pure and like he's everything like that but while that's a hard thing to struggle with i think girls also struggle with if you do see the perfect guy you're like wow he's so beautiful Mm -hmm. like everything is perfect like he's the one kind of thing but then you get to his personality and you'll settle on a lot of things oh my god because he's physically perfect or like he looks like the guy of your dreams and all this kind of stuff and you'll kind of just be like you'll make excuses for him because you're like Mm -hmm. well it's okay because he's the one he's the one god wants for me like this is everything i've ever dreamed this is everything i've ever imagined yeah Yeah. and it's like attraction only goes so far i'll tell you what you'll be six years old one day and you both won't be as pretty as you are now like (laughs) that's just how it is but whenever you know beauty fades and then your personality stays the same and you're unhappy with where you are that's why we need to get this out of the way now follow someone who's spiritually mature emotionally mature um someone who has their best interest in you um because looks aren't always gonna be like that no nope i'm trying to remember that verse but it's not coming to mind what look nope Something's <laughs> fading. <laughs> it's nope. I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> ah, <Fair. enough>. Nope. <laughs> Dang it. It's like almost there, but it's not. I hate it when that happens. Like when you're like trying to give advice and you're like, oh, I know the perfect verse for yeah. this, and you're like, oh, it's just, it's like halfway there. It's like it's got his foot in the doorway. It's, it's okay. Not we'll come back to it if anyway. you remember it. But yeah. But going back to like guarding your heart. Mm-hmm. Um. Look for ways that that's practical for you. Yeah. Get somebody, get a few girls to talk about. And when I say girls and accountability partners, women in your life that are following the Lord. Amen. Women that are that have accountability accountability partners and are working towards that. Yeah. Um to help keep you accountable and, and are going to do it in the way that you need it to to help your relationship with God and um I say that because I think lust and porn and masturbation and sex is something that our generation, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone, every generation, but I definitely see it a lot now of what we're all struggling with because of our phones, because we have mm. it so accessible to us. Yeah. Um, so that guard, having accountability in that is so important and guarding your heart is not just like a funny little saying that we all say and it sounds good and it's something your grandma will tell you like it's 
take it seriously. That's mm-hmm. not something I took seriously growing up. And like I said earlier, the ways that I'm learning, like I'm just now learning to guard mm-hmm. my heart, like the the romance songs, like I can't listen to those some days because yeah. that's a temptation for me and it's keeping my eyes away off of Jesus and mm-hmm. makes me want to feel sad and sit in that sadness and then yep. go into a depression and it just spirals out of control. And it could be something small like that, but yeah. especially if it's something like masturbation or watching porn or um, actually having sex, whatever it is that you're you're um, struggling with, you need to tell people yeah. like, and tell people you trust <clears throat> so that they can help with that. Because once you put that out, this is something Skyler says all the time, like once you put that out in the light, like it's going to be so hard to, for it to go back into the darkness. Yep. Because you have people asking you about it and it's yeah. not like, oh, I haven't told anybody about this, so I don't, like it's okay. Yeah. Like if I keep doing it, nobody knows and, and just if, God knows. So it's okay. And if He's you don't have a mentor me. and if you don't have any accountability partners, figure that out before, look for that before you look for a man. Mm-hmm. Because, oh my gosh. Yes. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't, I'm sorry, but you can't do it alone. Like no person on earth can like date someone and like be perfect and like, oh, mm-hmm. I actually have never thought lustfully about him ever. Like I've never oh, even thought about it. <laughs> whatever. Right. And sometimes it's not even like, I know of a lot of people who like haven't had sex before marriage and that is mm-hmm. freaking awesome. Like good for them. But let's be real. If you're going to date for a while and then be engaged for a while, that gets tough, yeah. ladies. Like, holy cow. But you know what's so super cool? Having someone who's there so that you can be like, hey, I messed up. I don't want to do it again. Can we talk about it? Or, mm-hmm. hey, I'm really struggling right now. Give me a call. Like, talk yeah. me out of it. Like, that kind of stuff. Get I used, my to, mind off of it. Yeah. I used to do that with my friends. I'd be like, call me. If you ever, like, if you have a, that slip into your mind, if you're in the house together and you're alone, or if you're just even sitting in the car together, call me and be like, hey, talk me out of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's no shame in that. No, no I, shame. Gosh, no, no judgment from your friends. And no. if they are judging you, then Get look new for new friends. Yes. <laughs> because we are free from sin. We have yeah. victory already. Yeah. And so God's given us community for a reason. He's given us the Holy Spirit. You have the power to resist that temptation. Amen. That is, it's not just you alone having to deal with this, and it's not going to overcome you. Yeah. Because you have the Lord with you. You have community to help you out. And I love that, Skylar, that you just, like, call. (laughs) Uh, like I don't I don't have that, like, kind of, I need to start doing that more. Yeah. But most of the time, I'm I'm a self-disciplined person. Mm, Me too. And so, like, when, I don't even know how to say this my brain just stopped oh my gosh but like I'm not saying I'm perfect and that I never struggle with any kind of temptation whatsoever because girl I have (laughs) but like I think that is so good like to have those friends to like agree with like hey if I tell you I need you to call me like it's serious yeah I do not want this to happen I don't want to fall and let me tell you what whenever friends have asked me to do that I've never been like oh I can't believe they're doing this. Hello? Yeah, right? Like, it's like, girl, no. good job. You're like working you at it. You called me. Yeah. No, that's always, like, I would always be like, dude, good job calling me. Cause I probably like, that would have been hard for me. Yeah. Like, good job. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the humility part I was talking about before getting into all this of like how yeah. to prepare for it. It's like, that takes so much humility. Yeah. Letting others see what you feel like is the deepest, darkest sin mm. in your life that you struggle with, that you yeah. feel has the most power over yes. you. That's going to take you choosing humility mm. to l- allow others to help and you. And God honors that. Mm-hmm. Like,
like that's why he like says like the church is made up of many members and like it's good to like not be alone man was not made to be alone like that's why he says those things because it's good to have people there to help you out you literally cannot do all of this alone you Mm -hmm. can't yeah don't try it Mm -mm. i have me too (laughs) me too yeah and Skylar was saying earlier, like, seeking a mentor, that is so important. Mm-hmm. Find a mentor so, like, so seriously, but seek advice and prayer from women in your life who are actually, like, seeking God, like we were saying earlier, like, um, that you see the fruit in their lives, that you see, like, in, I'm not even just saying, like, just married mm-hmm. women, like, for that kind of advice, oh, yeah. like, seek, like, biblical women yeah who are in the word and you're seeing all that and kind of repeating myself but also be a good steward of the word like you're called to that you're called mm-hmm. to rise up and actually do what the word says do what god's commanded us to do love him and love others that was mm-hmm. the last greatest commandment jesus gave to us and if you're not doing that how do you how do you think you're going to be prepared to be in a relationship yeah because you're so focused on yourself because a relationship takes a lot of sacrifice mm-hmm. And um, your relationship with Jesus is going to take so much sacrifice, too, because yeah. he paid the ultimate sacrifice. So it's the least you could do. So mm-hmm. be, a, be a good steward of the word. And also, this is such a big one um, for so many girls. Mm. Don't let your identity be found in a relationship. It is not found in a relationship. It's Amen. found in your relationship with the Lord. Yes. And what he's done for you. Yeah. Um, you're a daughter of the creator of the universe, the king most high. You, um, That is your identity right there. You're freed from sin. You have eternal citizen, citizenship in heaven. Amen. Like, oh my gosh. Like, why would you allow a man on a fallen world who is sinful define who you are? Period. That is not... That's not what God's called you to. And how sad would that make your your heavenly father think that, yeah. like, he has such a better view of you and loves you so much more than that. And it's because you're his chosen. It's because you're his beloved. It's mm-hmm. because um, he's chosen you mm-hmm. as his daughter. Yes. Um, That's good. But, yeah. And this is something that I've learned very recently. If you're lonely, seek Jesus and seek community. And I so, I know that sounds very like like elementary, mm-hmm. but it's you sometimes you do need. I know for myself I do need those like those very basic principles of mm-hmm. like all right, if I'm feeling lonely, am I seeking Jesus and am I seeking community? Am yeah. I or am I just letting community happen to me? And mm-hmm. am I just letting Jesus happen to me because I'm going to church, I'm going to young adults groups? I'm going to Bible studies. Are you just letting it happen to you? Are you actually actively seeking him and seeking to have godly women in your life and godly men in your life um, to do things with, to do life with? Um, Because it is so much harder when you're in that lonely season and you're not seeking either one of those things. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be drawn out and you're going to have mental health problems. And life's just going to be absolutely miserable. And I think a lot of times we give the excuse, well, I'm just an introvert. No! (laughs) I'm an introvert! (laughs) I am 
an introvert. And I strongly disagree with that. If you're an introvert, if you're shy, girl, go to church. Go find some friends. Get to a life group. Talk to some people. Talk to me. I would love to talk to you. I think a lot of people think uh, I'm upset at YA sometimes because <laughs> I don't talk to a whole lot of people. But I like meaningful conversations with a few people. Yeah. Um. So if you're like that, go seek those out. And make friends. Yes. I know it's so hard to be the first one to walk up to someone. But if you're at a church group, I mean, unless people are like mean, and I hope mm-hmm. no one's mean, but if you're at a church group, I think any girl would love if you just walked up and started talking to them, ask about them, they ask mm-hmm. about you. Like, that's nice. Like, that yeah. doesn't happen a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, you just sit and stare at each other and you're like, oh, I wonder if she's going to talk to me. Oh, right. I don't know if she's going to talk to me. And then she's thinking the same exactly. thing. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, as much as you want somebody to walk up to you, you should walk up to somebody else. Do it to others as you would have them do unto you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But. Also, last point with, like, um, to keep in mind for preparing for a relationship and preparing. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, before, preface for that. Um, Your marriage is not your main goal in life. Amen. That's another point I'm going to make. Marriage is not the main goal. I think that can be a very big thing because, especially as young adults, because that's all that's happening around you or what it seems like. It's just relationship after relationship being announced. The engagement's happening. (laughs) Marriages. Sorry. They bought their new house. No, 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 no. It's okay. Um, Which is a good thing for some people, like for for singles who are struggling with that because I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that I, and I can honestly say this now. Um, Last week, I would not have said this, but now <laughs> I am thankful for the struggles of seeing all of my friends getting engaged, being mm-hmm. in their weddings, seeing my friends have their babies, get their first <laughs> houses and everything yeah. like that, moving away. And like, I can honestly say that I'm thankful for sometimes when I do struggle with those things and feeling so lonely, because it's like, when I'm lonely, I'm going to seek Jesus and I'm going to know that like he he is everything to me. I mm. need to make him everything yeah. for me. I can't make a guy everything for me. Yeah, I can't good. make finding a husband my sole purpose in life. And yep. I think a lot of us make it that for ourselves. Yeah, and I think a lot of people think that if they're in a relationship, then they're more spiritually mature. And oh obviously, obviously they were ready. So that's why God like gave it to them and that kind of thing. And I can or tell you that's not true. Maybe he's using the other person to grow yes, you. Yes, because whenever I first got into a relationship and we... I've already talked about this. I was not ready to be in a relationship at all. So, like, of course, on the outside, I was like, yeah, I'm in a relationship. Everything's mm-hmm. great, going great. On the inside, I was kind of, like, dying because <laughs> I was not – I didn't know how to handle friends. I didn't know how to handle being in a relationship. I didn't know how to handle God. So I kind of ignored God for a little bit, put him on the back burner because I had to handle friends and relationship. It was stressful, and I did not have it all together, but people would talk to me like I did, so I just had to keep that persona up. Yeah. Like, yeah, I totally know what I'm doing, and I know everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm not scared at all. No. <laughs> this is overwhelming. Yeah, this is not completely is overwhelming. And then I would look at my single friends, just like how you guys are able to look at your engaged and relationship and married friends. I would look at my single friends and be like, man, their life is so much more simple. I kind of <laughs> want to go back to that. Like, it oh. looks so nice. Like, there's... The grass is greener, is always greener on the other side. Yeah. 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. 100% of the time. Because, dude, now we're looking at houses. Bro, I'm going to have to make monthly payments. Yeah. I can't live with my parents anymore. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think a lot of um, people that have been single for a long season forget how much work goes into a relationship. Yeah. So when they are just seeing everyone get married or get mm-hmm. into relationships, they're like, come on. Yeah. Like, I want that. Like, are you ready like, for your bank account be to so be drained? That would be so much easier. <laughs> exactly. Are you ready to gain 10 pounds? Because you are. Because you're going to be Facts. eating out the entire time. <laughs> Definitely, bro. Definitely yeah. that one. That one hit close oh. to home. 
definitely. So hopefully these gave you some things to think about. Ultimately, my best advice is don't be lukewarm and don't date someone who's lukewarm. That is like, I feel like the best advice I could give. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys know. And that is the hard part. Because anytime I would be like have a crush on a lukewarm person, I was like, well, they have potential. And all this stuff. But ultimately, I knew that they didn't love Jesus as much as they should. Yeah. So and I if, want you okay, guys to on. know. If they do have, I'm sorry to interrupt. But if they do have potential, like that doesn't mean that, I mean, like, yeah, don't date them now. Because yeah, they're don't lukewarm. Date yes. But like, what am I trying to say? Like, it's okay if you see them growing and you see that yeah, fruit happening. Definitely. And, like, you see that growth within a certain amount of time or whatever, then you can date them. Yes, when you but feel please like don't the ask them place. to put a ring on your finger no. if they're not reading their Bible, if they don't have a Bible. <laughs> so. Sorry. <laughs> no, because that's true. So, don't be lukewarm and don't date a lukewarm. Don't marry a lukewarm. You will be miserable. So, kind of recapping over everything. Chase God. You will find a husband who is chasing God as hard as you. If, you know, of course, marriage is in the cards for you. But we've already gone over that. (laughs) B, stop thinking that a relationship defines you. It doesn't. Your life is not all about a relationship. Your life is actually about furthering the kingdom of God. And your life's not defined by certain seasons. If you're in a season of, like, dryness spiritually or with your friendships and everything, that doesn't define you. If you are thriving and you're single or you're married, Mm -hmm. that does not define you either. Yes, definitely. And finally, find female friends who will hold you accountable and who are willing to help you stay satisfied in the Lord. Mm-hmm. So whether that's female friends who hold you accountable while you're in a relationship or even while you're single, like, hey, I'm really struggling right now because I'm seeing the, I just had four people pop up on my Instagram that are engaged. That literally <laughs> happened to me. Oh my gosh. I just I was saw counting. three relationships yesterday. I was counting. <laughs> From our church, I was. Ca- I think I got to like five or six at oh one point. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was like, "Holy moly!" But it's okay to like call me like, "Hey, I'm not feeling good right now. Like, I'm feeling really sad. Like, and I'm really stressed and I'm really nervous because I feel like that's just not in the cards for me. And Satan is putting all these doubts in my head and yada yada. And that is okay to express that. Yeah. It is encouraged to express the lies you feel like Satan is feeding you. Yes. Because you need to get those out in the light and you need others. Sometimes, I know for myself, when those lies are happening, I can very easily spiral out of control and like, oh, my life's measurable. Yeah. But if I had just talked to somebody and been like, hey, I feel like I am the absolute worst mm-hmm. right now. Like, I do not deserve a relationship whatsoever. And then I can have somebody speak truth into me like who's telling you that like right who told you that i think i said that in a different episode of like yeah that is best advice yeah best advice. who told you that like mm-hmm. that is so good yeah and a lot of times if i reach out to someone they're usually like oh my gosh me too thank goodness yes <laughs> so you can relate on it yeah and figure it out together yeah, yeah that's so, so good we really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast like i said this is part one of our three-part relationship series we're really excited to be back and we're really excited to see where this series goes and then all the relationships after this because we have a pretty good lineup coming that i'm mm. very very excited about girl so. i'm so excited i'm so <laughs> hyped i'm ready so excited and yes we did take your feedback this podcast was longer so <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, in your face we listen to you yeah we follow your advice so Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you were able to learn. If you guys have any questions, of course, you can text the number. Oh, shoot. I didn't write down the number this time. Oop. 
Uh, it's okay. I'll get it to you next next month. It's okay. Or um, but you can look on our Instagram. Why you can girl? look on our Instagram. Why, you yeah, can why? look on our website um, at FBCO Young Adults. You can look at all those things. <laughs> Did you hear me just having a seizure? No. <laughs> I was like, why girl, why girl? <laughs> look at our why girl podcast. Why girl podcast. It's all yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, we're on Instagram at Y-A-G-I-R-L-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> We're just in a silly, goofy mood. <laughs> so, if you want to ask questions or comment or DM us or anything like that, feel free to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening today, and we can't wait to see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.